Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. New figures show that more than 5,500 pubs, restaurants and other hospitality businesses still owe €280 million Euro in tax following the COVID uh, p- pandemic as the deadline to pay it back approaches. Adrian Cummins, Chief Executive of the Restaurants Association of Ireland, says more and more businesses will be forced to liquidate and close. And he joins me now. Hi there, Adrian. Uh, good morning. Um, w- w- why don't revenue extend the deadline? Why, why Why? are they holding fast to the deadline? Well, uh, our conversation with revenue has been that this is this was a decision taken during the pandemic uh, by the government to set, put in place the parameters around the warehouse tax. Um, and our industry are, owe nearly €298 million Euros, uh, back to the government, which is falling due next May at a rate of 3% interest on that. Um, we've been very clear on this, that you know we are looking for an extension of the repayment period for at least 10 years so that that money can be paid back over a, a viable uh, time period for these businesses who are effectively now, after facing a huge increase in cost of business in the last uh, number of months and will do so uh, over the next 12 months from the increase in the minimum wage, which is wage inflation in our industry, cost of supplier increases. Uh, also, we had a VAT increase of 9 to 13.5% last September. Uh, and, and all of these are making our industry very, very precarious and difficult at the moment from an economic perspective. And that's why we said to the government that we need a longer period in paying back that tax. Nobody's looking for an amnesty here. What we're looking for is a longer uh, period of, of of time to pay it all back. And if, if you don't get that time, I presume the inevitable will be that more and more pubs and restaurants and other businesses will close. That's true, and that's unfortunate for our industry because these are there's livelihoods behind all of these businesses that close down. I think that's the very first point. These are entrepreneurs who have put their you know heart and soul into their business over the last number of years. Uh, the pandemic came along; it wasn't of their making. Uh, they had to shut down, and um, you know they had to warehouse some tax that was due back then. And that tax now is due back to the state at a time where. You know, our industry is not doing as well as we thought it would be. Um, and because of inflation, cost inflation affecting our, our, our industry and other, other sectors as well. So I think the government needs to make a, a prudent approach to this where you're better off getting some money than no money. And, you know, if the business can't pay it back uh, on from May of next year, well, then it'll liquidate. And who loses? The staff lose, the business owner loses, and the state loses as well because, you know, they're going to lose out on that revenue that, that, that could be coming back into the state as well. So I think our message here is that, the, uh, you know, that we need to sit down with revenue, hammer out an agreement with them, 
uh, around the repayment period and make sure it's it's flexible and, and viable for all of these businesses across the state that owe this money back. But I would imagine that they more than anybody know that business models that worked 10 years ago just don't work in the economy that we're in at the minute. And we don't actually know what direction the economy is going in. Yeah, I get that point. But I'm, I'm, I'm of the opinion that, you know, these businesses were all viable and it wasn't of their making in terms of the pandemic. Um, you know, and if these businesses were giving some help in terms of this 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 extension of of the repayment period that will keep get them keep them afloat keep them their their business operational as opposed to having to take the decision to liquidate fully and then everybody loses so i'm of the view that we need to try and save as many uh, as possible but there is probably people there uh, within government are saying okay let's cut them and get rid of them but i don't take that uh, that point because Many of these businesses are in small, regional and rural towns and villages across the state. And it's probably the only business on a street that's employing a number of people. Like the average restaurant will employ about 15 people. And uh, if that closes down, you know, the, the likelihood of a new business opening up may not happen. And people lose their jobs and you lose the fabric of, of society as well. So I think we need to try and... And it's not about you know, looking for an amnesty here. This is about changing the, the protocols around it to, 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 to increase it to 10-year uh, repayment period. Mm. I presume the, the €1.40 rise in the minimum wage as of yesterday is, is going to have a knock-on effect. Massive. That's And every business that's, that's labour-intensive like ourselves, whether it be at retail or hospitality, that's a huge... It's an increase of 12.4%. And you know, it's not about the it's not about the rate of minimum wage. It was the increase from the eleven to twelve euro seventy. Uh, and every business every business will know this that you know staff above that will be looking for the same level of an increase. And you know, there's a lot of business out there that won't be able to pay that. Uh, and that is on top of the vast increase in hospitality of September uh, last year, the nine to thirteen half percent, which has rocked our industry to the core. We also have this pension auto-enrollment coming down the tracks at the end of this year. Mm. We also have extra sick days as well. And we also have, um, you know, uh, extra extra um, bank holidays coming in, another, another bank holiday in, in, in place as well. So these are all adding up. And the cumulative effect of all of this is making businesses very, very costly to run. And I'll just give you an example here. On a million euro turnover of a hospitality business, they're facing a hundred thousand euros extra in cost this 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 year. And when when you have uh, these hospitality businesses where they're low margin There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. So they used normally a business should be between five and ten percent. Now they're between one and five. So how does, how does that break? That's a, a huge figure. How does that break down, Adrian? 
So the 100,000 is broken down very simply. It's about 38 to 39,000 is the VAT increase. Right. About another 38 to 40,000 is the wage inflation. And then the rest of it is on suppliers, your insurance increases, your bank interest rates, your uh, in, your um, merchant services, all of the other costs associated that have all gone up in the last 12 months and no sign of them coming down. And then you also had that energy you know, some of these businesses are locked into energy pricing that have been for over the last 12 months that they just can't get out of. So the, all of that, when you add it all up, and we've seen numerous, numerous accounts to prove this, that it's about €100,000 extra on a million euro turnover. And that is not, to me, is going to have, what will happen here is businesses will either reduce their hours or reduce their staffing levels. That's what they're going to have to do. I don't think you even mentioned the the energy bills in the, in that amount of money there. I, I mean, I know an, an average small restaurant will probably be landed in the next couple of weeks with a, an electricity bill for four or four and a half thousand euro. Yeah, and the government uh, there was a great let's call it spin and conversation, whatever you want, um, and promise around the supports for businesses, this 275 million euro fund that every business will get, even those that are highly profitable, is linked to to their rates. But when you divide the 146,000 businesses that are going to get the 250 um, million, that's only 1,700 euros per business on average. So that business that I give you that those figures of the, the hundred thousand extra in hundred thousand extra in cost, all they're getting back from the state is seventeen hundred quid. I mean, to me, this makes no sense whatsoever, and and it seems to be a lack of understanding how it is so difficult at the moment for all small businesses. You know, we have this we have this narrative that you know that we want um, highly paid jobs and we want to have. The big, the big tech and the big pharma as our major, you know, what about the small operator and the small high street that's been there for 20, 30, 30 years that may apply between f- 5 and 15 people? Mm. They're all small businesses and they should be treated equally in terms of supports and, and all that goes along with that. So I think there has to be a, a, a national conversation about what sort, of, uh, what sort of level of support SMEs need in this country that is fair and balanced across, across the state or else you won't encourage people to go in to set up a business in the future because even just reading today's Irish Times um, to a major article in terms of coffee shops closing down because of the cost, cost of business and and they've lost all their life they've lost their livelihoods mm. I just in that article actually I see figures from your own Restaurant Association of Ireland. Uh, Two hundred and twenty-eight food-led hospitality businesses have closed since last July. That's correct, and more will come because we've seen a marked increase in the number of businesses uh, closing down. And just to, you know, we hear this other spin that there's more businesses opening than closing. That is nonsense. We have the facts from the CRO in terms of there is more businesses closing down than there is opening up. So what does that say to you about a labour-intensive industry like hospitality? I mean, you know, we're heading into really choppy, uncertain waters at the moment. Uh, And, you know, while the households have to deal with cost of living in terms of energy and bank interest rates, we have to face exactly the same thing in terms of energy, bank interest rates, cost of labour, all of that as well. So Mm. 
you know, it just it is so so difficult out there at the moment. But you, you, I think, we, surely you have to see the other side of of this issue as well, where uh, you know, people who are struggling to pay their bills at home find eating out in even even stopping off in a coffee shop for a lunch prohibitively more expensive than it would have been maybe two or three years ago. Yeah, and and that's because you have, you know, price inflation is fueled by cost inflation. Yeah. These businesses are not trying to, they're not trying to rip off customers. They're trying to make a small profit. They're actually probably breaking even or even still making a loss at what their pricing model is, pricing model is. And each business will decide their own pricing model themselves. But they're like, they're, they're, when you have a wage inflation in this country of 12.4% on the minimum wage, they, you know that that will be reflected in, in in terms of what consumers will have to pay. So it's a vicious circle at the end of the day, and that was all driven by government. And if I think the the big the big elephant in the room is this: is if we were able to solve the housing problem in the country, we'd solve a lot more problems in terms of rent rent uh, for staff that can't get rent. We understand very. All, all too well, the cost of our, 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 our staff are facing uh, in terms of the cost of living, and that's why we have to pay appropriately to retain our staff. But at some stage, that business isn't able, isn't viable because the cost of outstrip stripped the level of income coming into the, the into that premises. And then, of course, you've also got an additional problem where a lot of these young entrepreneurs are self-employed and they find that they can't get finance from the banks or the institutions. And that's true, and and we don't see any solution coming coming down the road for for those these uh, entrepreneurs. It seems to be a lot of private investment, but there seems to be no small medium enterprise uh, banking force in this country that will take a risk in hospitality, and um, that's very unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, hopefully, uh, somebody will see the see the see the light that you know we've had we have. We have very successful operators out there that have lasted the, the, the lasted a long time, and we're we're trying to encourage more people to get into our, into our industry, um, but the conditions are not there for at the moment. Okay. Uh, so that's that's effectively what it is. Thanks for taking the time to talk to us, Adrian. Thank you. Nice to talk to you. That's all. Thank, Thank you, you Adrian Cummins, there, Chief Executive of the Restaurants Association of Ireland. Corks ninety six FM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.